Welcome to Smashing the Plateau. We help you get unstuck so you can do what you love and get paid what you're worth consistently. I'm your host, David Schreiner-Khan. It doesn't have to be as dramatic as it was in my experience ending up in prison, but there comes a point where life comes and gets you and where you have to live up to the responsibility that you are here to fulfill. Today on episode 490 of Smashing the Plateau, I'm here with the CEO of Life Skills Academy, Tabita Dietrich. I'm going to ask Tabita how to realize that you're called to something much bigger in your life and your business than where you are now and much more. Find out more about Tabita along with all of our previous episodes at smashingtheplateau.com. Now, before we jump into this incredibly important topic with Tabita, I want to tell you a little bit about how you can improve your lead conversion. Does your team say we don't like to sell? Can you invest 30 minutes to improve your lead conversion rates? You can join a free weekly group coaching call with Sean McKay, the CEO of SiteHub, where he'll teach you how to get your non-sales staff to turn leads into appointments. Every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern time, you can get your questions answered by lead conversion expert, Sean McKay. You can get the details at smashingtheplateau.com slash sitehub. That's smashingtheplateau.com slash sitehub. Now let's welcome Tabita Dietrich. Tabita is the CEO of three companies. One of them is her online coaching business that she built at the age of 18 and has since grown into an international company that serves companies and entrepreneurs on three continents in two different languages and with a team of 20 people. Tabita helps her clients sell out multiple five-figure and six-figure offers with integrity, ease, and creativity. Tabita, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, David. It's a pleasure. Tabita, why did you become an entrepreneur? Basically, because I realized that going to university was not my path, even though I had grades and passed all the tests and I would have been accepted easily. But like something inside of me was calling me to be of service to other people. And I wasn't really so tempted anymore to sit in a classroom and just study books. So I kind of wanted to go out into the real world. And because I didn't have the funds to actually have like a physical office, I built a website instead. And did you know people who were entrepreneurs? No, actually everybody in my circle and my family um, told me that I was totally nuts because I have four sisters and one brother and basically my almost all my siblings are in college or have been attending university and have basically chosen to get a degree. And I was the person that was like, okay, I'm not cut out for this. And I decided to do my own thing. And I had lots of negative comments and not really much support, but I'm a very stubborn person, which can go sideways. But in this case, it was really the one thing that kind of helped me work through it and stay determined to become an entrepreneur. And it wasn't really like, oh yeah, I'm becoming an entrepreneur now and I'm setting up this plan and I'm like doing all the things that people usually do and like preparing themselves because I was 18, I was really, really young. But I 
I kind of stumbled into it a little bit. I had I had several people who approached me and I kind of sought out my health and that was like how the whole thing started. So instead of just turning away from it, I actually started working with those people while still being in college and I really enjoyed my work. And that was really how the whole thing started and why I chose to continue doing that instead of going to university. And you could say life called me and I listened and I follow my passion. And that's really how the whole thing came about. Right. And it sounds like you also had some connections with people who were able to be helpful. Yeah, I knew some people in like the personal development space, not online. These were actually offline people, um, but they all had like a physical office or like a physical space where they used to have clients. And then I thought, oh yeah, that's what I need to do as well. And as I said, I didn't have the funds. Uh, It wasn't like I can just go and beg for some money somewhere. So I was like, okay, why not do the online thing? And that was like over 10 years ago. And I used to do that in my native language, which is Swiss German. And when we read books or we like build websites and whatever, it's German. So I was actually a German-based online business. And that at that time, it wasn't a hype thing. That was like the space was really small and there weren't a lot of people actually doing that. So it wasn't like I have a role model and I can just like do what these people did. But I knew the next step would be to build a website and then go look for clients. And that's basically what I did. And that's kind of how the whole connections came about. And the the other people that I knew offline, some of them kind of dropped away later on because I was really invested in my own growth as well, because I believe that simultaneously when you have a business and you don't evolve on your own journey, your business is going to suffer. And I refused to continue working with anybody, whether that was a client or someone that I knew, like a therapist or a coach or whatever, who was not invested in their own evolution and their personal development. So these people kind of dropped away and I, I kind of continued doing the thing on my own. So like the focus for me was the most important focus was that I really enjoyed my work and that I walked the path I was helping people with because I've gone through the entire journey. So I could basically say, oh yeah, this is coming when we are doing this and you're at this stage now and the next thing that is happening is this. And people felt very unseen and heard and trusted me because of that because it's it's like a predictable thing. It's success or any kind of breakthrough you have, whether that's in life or business does not come by chance. And that's, I'd say, was the reason why I had lots of people like from the beginning all over the world, um, like all over the world in in Europe, in the beginning was only Europe, who really um, trusted me and were invested in, in the transformation and the process that I delivered. Yeah, so that's that. And and Tabita, what do you mean that that it, it isn't by chance? It isn't by chance. I mean, like for example, when you choose to be uh, like when you choose any kind of profession, and you understand that you need to develop some skills, you need to learn what you're doing, and then you need to put it in practice you later go out into the world and you become good at your craft by practicing what you're doing. 
right? So if you go to a lawyer, the lawyer wouldn't say, well, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm not sure if I can get you the results and if I'm going to win your case, right? The lawyer is going to be like, oh yeah, I totally see what's going on here. And this is like what the law is really saying in that case. And that's what we're doing. And like, that's how we pull this together and how we uh, present your case. Um, Do you want to hire me or not? Right. So uh, I think that really is true for every profession, whether that's in personal development, whether that's in coaching, mentoring. It, that's the same thing. You need to know your craft and how you deliver what you say you're going to deliver. And you need to know it really, really well, meaning that you can say that these are the predictable results that you're getting. Like for me, it's no question where or not the person is getting the results that I say that they are going to get when we start our work together. That's why I'm 100% invested and sold on what I'm doing. And because I know my work and I know the process and I know my delivery. And obviously, you need to choose the right people. So they need to show up. They need to do the work. They need to be invested. And if they're not... Yeah, then you have chosen the wrong clients, right? So all these pieces are important. And I think every entrepreneur kind of gets that or starts realizing that as they go along on the journey. And in the beginning, certainly it is not that easy. But for me, it always comes down to if I'm in integrity with what I'm teaching and I'm walking the path, meaning I'm not just saying something that I'm not implementing in my own life, you usually attract the people who are um, living the same way as you do. And that's kind of the, the foundation that I build everything on. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. So Tabita, let's, let's actually talk a little bit about your, your core offering, your core skills, your core process. Like what's, what's at the heart of what you do and what you teach? So I'm basically a person that is helping entrepreneurs and companies evolve on not only their business journey, but on their personal journey as well. Because as I said, to me, everything is really a matter of, are you actually in integrity with every single aspect and element that you need in your life and cultivate in your business so that the results can show up and life can show up for you? And the most important thing that I see are a lot of the clients that I'm supporting or companies that we help are kind of not getting or have been taught differently is that you just need to work long and hard enough. And then when your mindset is on point and you have the strategy that you need, you are going to get the results. And yes, this certainly does work because there are many blueprints and proven formulas and all the things you can find about hacking the the path to success in five steps, right? But the thing is, if you have not cultivated the presence and the space that you need for your own evolution, meaning your physical, emotional, mental, spiritual element or body is on board, your relational financial element is cultivated so that you can show up in full presence for your business, And for your clients, whatever you're doing is not going to last. And maybe you get the results, but you're not going to be fulfilled and not going to be happy. It's basically you build a container that is leaking because all the, the elements that are needed to be in alignment for you to actually 
be able to deliver and not just get the results in terms of numbers, but to be able to deliver the transformation as well, is it's not going to work because you, you don't do the work yourself. So that is one piece that we look at. And then the other piece that we look at is always where does this person need to step up in terms of leadership? and really cultivate that presence in each and every area of their life. And the most important question that you should always be asking is, where do I not live up? And that's same both in personal and business life. Where do I not live up to my highest standards that I really have? And that's where most people selling themselves short and think this is basically what I'm meant to achieve and what I can achieve. Because they are looking around what success means in terms of what most people are doing and putting out there. And that's where they set the bar. And that's just simply not true. For most people, the vision is something completely different than than they think they can achieve in such period of time. Or the business model is something completely different that they have envisioned for themselves. And it shows up as in terms of you are tired when you get up in the morning, you're not really excited with what you're doing and the clients you have. Yes, you do like them, but it's not like, oh my God, I love this person so much. I'm so excited about this project. And it's like, yeah, sometimes I'm sold on what I'm doing and the next thing I'm not so sure. And hmm, maybe I shouldn't be signing that client so they don't go for just close to deal and make it happen. Right. All these things kind of show up in terms of when leadership is not at the level it should be. And when it really comes to cultivating a new sense of how we show up as the leaders in the world, we always need to ask the question, how do I need to show up to be of service to the world? Not how do I need to show up to be of service for my own evolution, but how can I leave that into serving something that is so much bigger than just myself? So that is the other part that we look at. And then obviously the last part are the business structures. So everything from pricing, from the offers, from the strategy that a person is using, from the team members they have or don't have, like everything is covered in that area. And that's something that we need to look at as well. And when all these pieces come together and the person is really 100% in integrity according to what is right for them, then the the business is moving and the, the person is moving and the results show up. Now, Tabitha, I wonder if we could actually talk about your story as an example of this process. And maybe we could start by talking about your own container and how you have evolved and how you've developed your container to where it is today. Yeah, so I started when I was 18 and I did the whole self-mastery thing for the most part until I was 23. So I used to help people with all things related to personal, emotional, mental, spiritual development. And I obviously, that was the part that I mastered myself. I started this journey when I was 15. I was really, really young. And when I used to go to seminars and um, and trainings and all these events, I used to be the youngest person and I usually had to ask and kind of present my case for a special yes because I was a minor. And I used to be at these um, seminars and events with people who were like 30, 40 years old and that's like where I studied a lot of the things that I knew because I saw that people who wait for these kind of things and transformation until they're like 30 or 40 years old, until they feel like, yeah, life is kind of 
pushing me in the direction that I need to do that and I need to um, start uh, showing up for myself and my evolution, that's usually where it gets really, really hard to even change because you're so in your routine and in your way of doing things and looking at things. So I was like, I need to do this as early as possible. One reason was that. And the other one was because I didn't want to pass anything on to my children. If I ever have some that they need to kind of carry and is their legacy in terms of unresolved issues that I just didn't look at. So that was what I was invested in until I was 23. And that's what I helped my clients with. And I, I loved my job, but in terms of the container, I didn't have the price points set accordingly that I, for example, used to raise my prices as I went along. I always looked at myself as way too small and I charged accordingly and I worked way too much. So for me, the lesson came and I really realized that I need to kind of fix that leaky container and I need to change something in my business and in my life. When I ended up in prison, I ended up in prison innocently at the age of 23 and I had to stay there. I was sentenced for three years and I had to stay there in um, the Caribbean, that's the Trinidad and Tobago in the third world country where I had to spend two years locked up in prison. And for me, that was like, it was hard in the beginning, but for me, it was kind of the ultimate test to really put into practice what I taught and have been showing my clients for the past years. And I was like, yeah, now you need, really need to practice self-mastery and what you have been saying all these years during the time you spend there. Because if you don't, like, you're going to be punched in the face. Like, it's it, you are surrounded by walls and people, everything that you're doing comes back immediately. And if you're not living up to the standards and what you've set out to achieve and do and how you've decided to show up for yourself and the person that you're going to be, you are going to be smashed. Literally, like there are so many challenges in terms of you end up in fights, you end up in kind of drama and stories and things and then get locked up in confinement and solitary uh, confinement, like all these things, dramas that most inmates are or were involved I was never involved in. Yeah, they tried to do those things, but because everybody basically knew knew what I stand for and I practiced that every single day, no one really got to me. So nothing happened. But for me, like these two years really were the preparation for uh, like a way bigger business and a different kind of business as well. And I realized, actually, I'm really good at helping people building these kinds of businesses. So when I came back and I reinvented my business, I went into, from self-mastery, I went into mastering the art of business and I developed a business model that was taking all the points that I just mentioned into account and I help people build businesses based on that. And like I used to have clients, they went from 10K month to 100K month. I used to have clients who were um, invested in their personal development, but never actually made the, like took the leap and started their own business. And they used to work at a restaurant and they used to get 30 um, bucks an hour. And then they started to sell multiple four-figure packages and growing and increasing that and I have many of these like stories and success um, rates 
But for me, the most important thing always is, and that's what all my clients know, is if you don't show up in terms of your own evolution and you really walk the path of integrity and you align every single aspect in your life and business accordingly, then it's not going to work. Like you're going to see that uh, the sales are not really where I want them to be, or I don't hit my numbers, or I'm not really a hundred percent satisfied with the work that I'm doing with this client. And then you always need to readjust. So basically your business is always evolving and ultimately your business kind of becomes its own entity and you you don't lo- you no longer uh, identify yourself like with your business and you you don't really need a business anymore that is like your personal brand but you really understand that your business wants to become its own movement and has its own way of unfolding and doing things and you need to show up for that and be able to listen and that lead, led into other ventures in terms of my own um, development and other businesses that I needed to implement and listen to. And as soon as I'm like doing these readjustments or help my clients do the same, like you can literally see that everything is moving. Like it doesn't doesn't take years. It doesn't even take months. It's re- re- sometimes in days. It's like oh, how did that go? Where did that come from? And I was working two words for the last month and nothing was moving. So that's the approach or the the thing that I help my clients with as well and how all of this came about. So when I was in prison, the two years I spent there, I set out to write as many books as um, as possible and I published one of them after I was released and that became a bestseller I was 26, I think, as far as I remember. Yeah. Tabit, do you think that that your personal experience in prison was really instrumental in your being able to to really catapult your business forward in a way that you hadn't done before you were in prison? Yeah, 100%. Like, to me, it was a gift. I would say, and I, I like, that's just my point of view, but our I'd say that for my family, it probably was harder than for me because they were at the outside worrying about all the horror scenarios they had in mind of like what you hear out there about prison life. I was at the inside and I was able to just manage my day and like follow through on what I've decided and show up as the person that I've decided to be. Plus, I basically had no more identities. I wasn't responsible for anything. Like, yeah, I had some jobs I needed to do there, but I didn't have like the responsibility of like having clients and a business and a house and a car and like whatever. So this kind of helped me to really come back to the basic things in life, which I think is really hard sometimes for a lot of people when you are so busy in the real world, because a lot of things are calling and are distracting and want your attention. And it's hard to really stay focused on all these different parts and areas that need nourishing. So that's basically why I believe it's so important to have someone that can really see these things because people always think when it comes to the things they want to change or the things they want to achieve that 
they have to do that in a certain way in order to be successful in what they want to be doing. But most of the time, it's not the thing that they think they need to do that will get them there. It's something entirely different. And these two years really helped me kind of hone into those aspects and really see what it's all about and kind of build a strong container that is not leaking any life force so you can expand from there because you can't expand if your if your container is leaking the energy is always going some other place right um, and that's the foundation for everything that you want to be doing especially if you want to expand your business and grow so for me like it was a gift it was hard but I also decided right afterwards that I was going to leave my home country and I probably would not have done that because I was comfortable with the success that I had and the material things that I had. And I, I kind of identified myself with those things in terms of measuring success by material things. And I, I, these two years kind of helped me to shift the focus and understand that, yes, these things are great, but that's not who you are right? And reshift that and really understand that life is something is about something so much deeper than how you look at the outside. And even though I enjoy success and material things and all that comes with it, I'm not attached to it. I can live in a cell. I can live in a big house. It, it really doesn't matter. And I think that's the greatest gift that you can give to yourself. And basically the, the meaning of freedom itself, it, to me, is that and when a person is able to really live from that presence, everything in, in life and business is unfolding so much easier. Yeah. So, Tabita, given your own personal experiences and how your time in prison kind of set the stage for you to be able to be successful in a totally different kind of way once you were out, looking forward, can you describe like, this, the scenario of the, the kind of um, individuals and companies that you can be most instrumental helping and talk a little bit about where you want to take your, your own career as well? So, yeah, that's a great question. I love that. So basically in terms of like the coaching and mentoring that I'm doing described as I did before, I have some like it's not some it's basically just one program left that's like a mastermind that i'm personally assisting the people and i'm, I'm mentoring them and that's for entrepreneurs or ceos from from bigger companies and it's basically for all the people who know that these kind of shift is necessary for them and they're ready and willing to take their business to another level. And most of the time, it's really people who are like, I actually don't want to be the brand of my business anymore. I don't even want to have a brand or like be that person that always needs to show up for the business with my own face. I actually want my business to become its own movement and kind of want to transition into that. And I help people do that until the end of the year. And then I basically retire from coaching and I have um, trained coaches, mentors that take over that part and basically assist all the people that we serve. And we have an agency as well that is helping bigger companies to really evolve in terms of the vision of the company, in terms of integrous marketing and selling and really coming up with a process um, of marketing and selling that 
does not speak to we need to trigger pain points or is based on survival-based marketing and instilling fears in people. That is really all about empowering a person to live up and stand up for the vision that they have for their life and for their business. And I have an agency that is taking care of that. And yes, I'm like the, the vision, the CEO that is like overlooking those things and working closely with the CEO of the company, but not really so much with like individual entrepreneurs anymore. And then there are some speaking engagements and some other projects that are running. And then there is another business that we've just launched that we're not really talking a lot about right now. And then another one that we've just launched that is also in the in the kind of beginning stages And that's kind of where I focus my attention to. But in terms of like the things that I do and that I've kind of brought into the world, how you can evolve as person and as a business and then really create a legacy, like all these things continue. And I have a great team of fantastic people, visionaries, creative geniuses who help me with that. And I'm really grateful because I would not have been able to be like, I'm going to retire after a decade of coaching at the age of like I'm going to be 30 in November at the age of 30, where most people just start. And I'm like, and I'm retiring and I'm going into the next phase of my life. So there is also another book planned this time in English that should be published next year. So there are lots of things moving and going. And I'm also looking to do a sailing trip around the world with my partner. And that's going to be another adventure. So that's kind of where we're headed in terms of the business and myself I'm on a personal journey but every person that is kind of on the brink of like this change and especially if like life because it there comes this point right it doesn't have to be as dramatic as it was in my experience ending up in prison but there comes a point where life comes and gets you and where you have to live up to the responsibility that you are here to fulfill. And sometimes, most of the times, this means you need to live up to a much bigger calling than just looking for your your own needs need to be covered, your family needs to be saved, like your community and all these things. And if you're called for something much bigger and beyond that, that's usually where the people that I work with uh, find me and how we start making this happen. And Tabita, if someone wants to go deeper with anything you share today or learn more or access any resources you have, where would they go? They can go to the website, theartoftheevolutionaryentrepreneur.com slash free. And there is a video that is completely free that they can watch. And if they want to opt in for like, it's I think over 10 hours of content. If they want to opt into that, they can read. Um, that's not reading, that's watching. They can watch 10 hours of video content. And it's a lot in there. Like people used to be like, oh, actually, I've raised my prices by just watching your videos and I've made 10K. So, like, it, it's, I'm putting everything there. It's not that I'm holding every, anything back. Or they can just check out my website and read through all the things and really dive into the the content there. That's the most, like, where I'm posting the most things. Sounds great. Well, Tabita, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us on Smashing the Plateau and share your insights. My guest today has been the CEO of Life Skills Academy, Tabita Dietrich. Thank you again, Tabita, for joining us. 
Thank you so much for having me, David. It was a pleasure. When you visit the Smashing the Plateau website at smashingtheplateau.com, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mentioned on the show. Today, we learned how to play much bigger in your life and your business than where you are now and how Tabita learned from her own self-mastery to build success. Please share this episode with friends and colleagues to help them smash the plateau. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you help us bring Smashing the Plateau to you for free. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.